Welcome to Teen Wealth Radio, a show just for teens, their parents, and educators to come together and discuss the issues that are affecting our youth today. Your host is Brandy England. Brandy is joined each week by amazing guests, as well as a regular panel of co-hosts who are here to give you ideas and encouragement every step of the way. We also have plenty of other surprises on today's show. So let's get started. Here's your host, Brandy England. Hey everyone, you've got Rebecca Shalon in for Brandy today. Uh, we will be talking all things music, entrepreneurship and finances and all sorts of fun stuff today. We've got Kashin Azim in. You may remember him uh, from a few shows back. Uh, he filled in at last minute because um, we had a cancellation with a guest that still appears as a different name, but we are going to get that fixed. So <laughs> if you're looking to uh, talk to Kash, um, listen to the other episode with Kashin Azim, just look it up on Spotify and everything like that. You will find it. But hey, Kashin, welcome back. Hey, thank you for having me back. Yeah, we loved having you on the first time. I seriously think you should be like a speaker at TED Talks or something. <laughs> like we we spoke about your amazing presence and the fact that we loved uh, what you had to say and your drive and ambition. And I cannot wait to hear more about what you're doing. But why don't you give the people a little refresher on who you are and what you do? Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, since last time, you know, uh, just a little bit updated who I am. My name is Karshin Zim, uh, Conscious Cash uh, is what people call me now. I'm an artist. I make music. Uh, right now, I've actually just been studying and just becoming like a full engineer, just going into like making music and being able to produce my own sound from, you know, down from the beat all the way to the end of the production. So um, I've also, you know, done a lot of different things within like, you know, my 10 years in the industry. I've modeled, been a manager of, you know, uh, a different uh, management company, a co-CEO of a management company, as well as um, I managed other artists, got them distribution deals, all different types of different um, connections I've made over these years. But right now, yeah. I'm right now I'm just enjoying the music life. Music is really a beautiful thing. So that's really my main focus and goal. Mm. Sounds like all of those things are connected in some way, something to do with entertainment and they all sound extremely busy. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) How do you keep your head afloat above all of the busyness? Well, when you're very busy, it's good that you um, have something that grounds you. You know, you have to have your, me time, definitely. You got to worry about your mental health. Uh, definitely make sure that uh, no matter how busy you are, you always schedule some time in for yourself. Um, as well as, you know, always have your friends and family have a good support system that uh, backs you up. That way, you know, if you ever, you don't know, feel down, you need someone to talk to, you always have somebody to, you know, pick you up. And what are you, what are you most passionate about out of all of these? So, yeah, like I said, right now, um, so it's really funny. I know that, like, at the end of the day, like, I'm an actor, true and true. Like, I'm going to end my life being an actor. That's just what I do. But at the end of the day, like, I just fell in love with music. (laughs) So, like, this whole wild ride that I've been on with this music experience has just been incredible. And -hmm. I just want to see where it takes me. And I've never once in my life thought that I'd be this far and this deep into the music game. So the fact that I've made it this far is just, I want to see, you know, sky's the limit, stars the limit, next galaxy, the limit. Let's see what, let's see what it is. 
Mm. And you said you had to do like everything from start to finish with production and making the beats and the vocals, the writing, all of that sort of thing. Uh, Did you have to sort of seek any like higher education to do that? Or like what was the process to, to do all of these steps by yourself? So to be honest with you, me going to college and getting a degree personally, like for me, like everybody has their way of learning. It just kind of taught me, like if anything, I reverse engineered what college taught me. Instead of going with what college taught me, I try to figure out what they weren't teaching me. And um, I realized that I can find a lot of shortcuts in life where instead of going to a higher institution and like, you know, getting the structured version of how to be an engine engineer with music. I actually just went to popular engineers that I knew personally that I knew were doing big things with big artists like Kanye West, Tiana Taylor. And I just went directly to them and asked them to teach me and gave them money so that I could learn how to do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, um, you know, just going to like, you know, for that's one thing I learned. I went to school for acting. So um, after acting and being like, um, you know, getting your degree and everything, they're like, okay, find an acting teacher. You know, you want to find someone who's actually in the industry that like people are using and that is relevant to today. That way you are relevant in today. And I thought the same way with music. I'm like, okay, so why don't I just go to the person who's actually, you know, engineering for people who's actually working with these big names. And, you know, that's what I did. And so working smarter, not harder. Yeah, definitely worth it. Working (laughs) smarter, not harder. I think that's a good rule of thumb for me industry uh now most of the occupations and things that you listed are in the entertainment industry did you try other industries or jobs like what what other things have you tried so um my major in college was marketing so communications and marketing and it's really funny they it works really hand in hand um, the music industry and the marketing um i use it every day i use my marketing degree every single day so it's actually pretty funny how like it, it involves so many things. And also like with the music, I also started doing other things. Like I started my own clothing. I started doing, uh, designing my own sneakers, I actually selling my own sneakers now. So with all those things that music just brought these things about, you know, with the influence. So it's really interesting how like it, it is, it's music, but there's more than that. There's a lot of business to it. Um, but I definitely did, you know, go through a lot of, um, I actually have my own marketing company called Alpha Social Media Agency. Um, that's how, you know, I do a lot of, you know, side jobs, helping people with their marketing for their, you know, small business or, you know, somebody's trying to promote, uh, an event or something like that. I definitely have, you know, taken on side jobs and help people with that type of stuff. So, you know, whatever, um, you know, people do side jobs and stuff like that to pay the bills, (laughs) Um, But it's just music right now and entertainment is really where I find myself happy. I I, I love doing this. So this is why I rather do this than, you know, just work at a regular job. Mm. And I suppose like a merging of those two worlds with with marketing and then also being an artist would be that social media realm. How do you feel about social media and where does it fit into like your plans? (laughs) Uh, so social media, it's funny because like, I was lucky enough to be here the entire time that social media came about, like being on MySpace, you know, Mm -hmm. doing layouts, you know, knowing people that are MySpace famous and stuff like that. Back when we were like, you know, 12 years old, 13 years old. So it's like, we didn't know what it was to be famous and stuff like that, but we made our own 
thing of virality back when Soldier Boy was a thing, when he was, you know, doing the Soldier Boy. So like growing from that and learning how people can gain influence through that and what they could do with it, you really couldn't do much with the influence other than like, you know, just being well known. Now for that type of influence, you get paid a lot of money. So, mm-hmm. you know, me growing up in that, when I went to college my uh, freshman year, I was like, you know, I know for a fact, I don't know what's going, what this all is going to end at with like, you know, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube and all that stuff. I didn't know where I was going to go. I was just mm-hmm. like, I just want a big piece of it. <laughs> so I started building from there. And, you know, thanks to that, that mindset that brought me to the point where, you know, I'm able to drop uh, an album and, you know, hit over a hundred plays in the first day. Cause I built that type of influence. What sort of um, like pros and cons do you see with social media? So social media is interesting because it actually, it's really good because I feel like, you know, as a business owner, it's very easy for me to get my, um, my ideas out there and to the hands of the people, which is like amazing. But like with the whole backside of it, just like constantly being pushed these like kind of different messages just to make you stick on the screen I feel like it's pretty toxic. It's just the fact that like Mm. it's made to want you to continuously look at the screen. And that is kind of bad because, you know, like people are addicted to their phones. You see a lot of people that will never put their phones down, even when they eat. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we have to put our phones down sometimes. Like it's really good to like, I know sometimes I'm even a victim of this, but like wake up in the morning and don't touch your phone for an hour before you go to sleep, put your phone down at least 30 minutes before Uh, you actually close your eyes and go to sleep. That's just to calm your mind down because we're constantly like, you know, putting ourselves with all like screens in our faces constantly. It definitely will stress you guys out, stress our eyes out. Yeah, definitely does. I have blue light glasses because I definitely can't do the other things. I freak out if my phone is not in my hands because I have ADHD (laughs) and that with that comes object permanence um, issues. So if I cannot see it, it does not exist. And my whole <laughs> life is in my phone. So if I can't see it, I'm like, I, I feel like I've lost my life. Like, oh my God. <laughs> it's so <laughs> bad. A lot of people do feel that way. And I'm not going to lie. My life is on my phone too. Like if I lost my phone, I happily, I backed everything up. So it's not that big of a yeah. deal. But like, oh my gosh, that would hurt me. Like if I lost my phone, you know? Right. Right. <laughs> it's a lot. Well, you mentioned as well that, um, you know, uh, you know, being our age, we were lucky enough to grow up with MySpace and all that sort of thing and uh, see uh, technology and social media evolve and also connections invo- evolve, like in terms of who you can collaborate with, with music. But I want to know what you were like as a, a little cheesy. What were, what were you? <laughs> what were you like? Well, I mean, it depends on what, how old, how old, how old are you talking about? A young, a young, let's say uh, like eight. What were you like? Were you always a visionary? Were you always someone who knew what they wanted and um, where they were going to go? Like, tell us about little, little you. (laughs) Oh, that is so funny because I was um, completely a different person. When I was younger, I was more into math and I was very structured. I like video mm. game. I liked math. Um, I liked, uh, I don't know. I kind of like to learn. It was interesting. It was very interesting. It was, I was a very much a different person. I wasn't in, into music as much. Like my dad played a lot of music 
and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But I wanted to be a lawyer. Like I wanted to be a lawyer or like a judge or something like that. Like I would, I always told myself at that age that I would grow up to be a lawyer or like a fireman or something just, but definitely I went down the law uh, path or business owner at that age. Like mm-hmm. I was really into um, a lot of numbers, a lot of stuff with numbers for some reason. And then once I went to college and I graduated, it's like my whole brain switched is the weirdest thing. <laughs> Do you know what kind of like caused that? Like what, what did you discover that sort of made that switch happen? It's really creepy how life works. Life will put you in situations where you never intended it to go that way, but it'll just show you like beautiful, beautiful moments. Like the way that I found acting, the way that I found music was just by pure luck. Like, um, meeting I, I had an extra class um available and I had an elective and I never I didn't have anything to fill up the spot. So um I had gotten moved around to a couple of different classes and just ended up putting me into, you know, theater in high school. So I said, all right, I'll I'll do theater or whatever. And then I freaking loved it. Now like I'm gonna do this in college. <laughs> so, you know, that was literally how I ended up becoming like an actor because um I was already modeling. And I never thought to be an actor, but then once I actually tried it for the first time, I fell in love with it instantly. So like, and the same thing with music, like I never thought to be a musician, anything with music, but like my friends were involved in it and they brought me into the circle and they taught me a lot just because they wanted, you know, they wanted me to be involved. They wanted me to learn about the stuff. And then unfortunately the friend that put me on the music passed and Mm. it was really tragic. Um, but it brought us all closer together and then in the event, you know, it grew into this. So, you know, I still believe that he's, uh, looking down on me now, just smiling. Cause you know, I'm continuing our dream. Mm, so it seems like shared experiences and, you know, friendships that evolved into like family, uh, is what kind of shaped your career path. How big of an influence do you think, uh, your parents and, um, like family you grew up with and teachers had? Oh, a huge, huge, huge impact. Honestly, like my father um, was a DJ when he was young. So he has vinyls, like he'll fill up like a whole room with just stacks and stacks and stacks of vinyls. So he can show you like the original DJs and the original rappers and the original hip hop. He can show you all that type of stuff. So mm-hmm. that being around that, from a, a baby, you know, just sitting there on the ground while he's playing his DJ set, not not knowing it, it, it taught me. It gave me rhythm. It, it taught me about a lot of sounds. There's a lot of sounds that I'm so familiar with that are basically ingrained in my soul because I've listened to them thousands of times, but I just don't remember it. But I can sing the, wor- the whole song word by word, mm-hmm. and it's by the Bee Gees, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, yeah. I, I might not know the name of the song or who wrote it, but I know this thing song word by word. So off of that, that already gave me so much of a backing just off of like, just off of my upbringing. And then, you know, growing from there, like, you know, teachers, um, I, I got put into course at a certain point. Like there was one teacher that believed in me. She was just like, you know what? I don't know what it is. I just think you can sing da da da. She ended up putting me in chorus and um, it didn't work out too well just because I had really no backing in it, but it taught me that I actually could learn how to sing. I just, you know, mm. need to take some time and I need to actually practice. So like when people told me like, oh, yo, you should sing, it wasn't such a far-fetched idea to me because someone told me that before. So it's mm-hmm. like a lot of those different like moments where people are like, you know what, you should do this. Like, you know, I didn't take heed to it at the moment. I didn't really think about it, but somehow like life worked 
and it just came back around very funny, you know? Mm, yeah, that sort of uh, feeds into my next question to you because I was going to say, like, because um, obviously you have grown up around all of that stuff, but I was going to ask you, um, being in such a different uh, sort of interest group with math and everything when you're younger and then making that switch, did you ever feel like imposter syndrome or insecure in that switch like that? Like, um, like you didn't belong there and how did you overcome that? All the time, even sometimes today, like, it's funny, like, even with all the things that I achieve and I hate to speak like that, like, oh my God, like I'm so high up in the game. So I still feel like I just started, you know what I'm saying? But like, mm-hmm. even like having a deal that promotes my album, I just dropped, I have a sneaker deal, uh, a line of sneakers that are on sale right now that promoting my music so it's like even with stuff like that i can sit back and think about all the things i've accomplished and i still think about all the all the how far i have to go and i do get a little bit of imposter syndrome you know what i'm saying where like sometimes i i'm challenging myself in my head and i'm really like yo you you all in but obviously i am so it's like it's funny it's like you you have those moments where it's like you are in front of the world and the whole world is testing you and you show your best face to the world. And then sometimes you got to go home. You got to check yourself real quick. You know, you got to, mm-hmm. you good, bro? You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> as long as you're good in your own head, then that's all that matters. That means that you can put on the best face for the world and you just have to be your best you. So yeah, I do get it sometimes. Everybody does. I feel like, but at the end of the day, as long as I know who I am, then nobody, not even myself can shake me from what I want to do. Do you have um, any sorts of like uh, routines or anything that you will sort of revert back to if you are in that space? Like what helps you? Yeah. So and the thing is, like we talked before, sometimes, you know, I had a childhood where I was, you know, very depressed and stuff like that. So there's sometimes where I feel myself like, oh, I feel myself starting to be a little funky. Let me, um, what I'll do is actually I go to YouTube and I put on um, positive affirmations. So Mm -hmm. basically there's an eight hour why you sleep positive affirmations. There's three different ones and it plays like this really nice, um, you know, uh, really nice frequency music that, um, and it also does a lot of positive affirmations just throughout the eight hours. And the mm-hmm. thing is, is like, you'll notice yourself when you wake up in the morning, you just notice yourself feeling better. And that's usually a great way. If like, if I start to feel myself starting to slip and starting to think negative, I'll just start putting on positive affirmations. I'll put on like my favorite songs and um, I'll just play them just so I can get in a good mood and I'll just start singing and I'll start dancing mm. just to force myself because um, I learned if you force your body, like say if you're not ready to work out, but you force your body to get up and to start drinking water and to start putting on your workout clothes, it's more likely you're going to go to the gym just because if you make your body move before you're actually, your mind is ready, your mind is just going to follow suit, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. So oh, like, it totally so, does. Our mind yeah. is so powerful exactly so it's like once your body starts moving towards that goal even if your mind's not ready it's going to just start following suit so then like you know just by me you know um singing and dancing it's going to cause me to feel happier and then that Mm -hmm. just might inspire me to make a new song that makes me feel happy you know what i'm saying like you just have to push yourself little 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 tiny things even your favorite food I love that. So what we are going to do is use that inspiration in this break that we're about to take. I want everybody to get up and move and tell yourself five amazing things about yourself. And we'll see if you feel 
a whole lot better when we come back and we talk more with Kashin. Yes. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Hey you! Yeah you! Are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real. Real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you had a chance to stretch your legs, give yourself a little bit of movement and think about those five things about yourself that you love. Um, I definitely had a little stretch and I thought back on, you know, all the things that I've achieved because Kashin's got me reflecting on, you know, the journey that has been there. Sometimes we're so focused on the destination that we forget to celebrate how far we've come. That is Um, so true. Yeah. And, you know, speaking of how far we've come, you have come a very long way through um, all sorts of like different disciplines that you had to learn. Let's talk about the business side of things. Like how did you go about, you know, actually starting a business and becoming an entrepreneur and establishing yourself as an artist? So in the beginning, um, it's crazy. It's almost like in the beginning, you just have to have that spark of that imagination to believe that you can do it. And then once you have that, you know, then you just have to have the drive and will to do it. Really what my first step was, was um, finding any entrepreneur I knew or any person that I seen that like, you know, resembled what I wanted to be. And I just talked to them and I just asked them what they did and how they did it and what, what it was. And even if that exact thing didn't interest me, I tried to dissect what they did because possibly I could relate it to something else. Um, it's like my dad, he taught me how to you know, do the electricity in the house, but he also compared it to electricity in the car. So it's like sometimes things may not be the exact same, but similar circuitry. 
So it's like the more you learn about something from all the different angles, the better understanding you have of it. So mm. what I just wanted to dissect it as much as I could. So I just jumped into business. Uh, I went to school for business. Um, I got to every business school, every business class, every business after school program, you know, summer mm. camp sometimes if I could like anything that I could, like any seminar that I could go to, like I've met so many different connections from these seminars that ended up growing into different stuff. You know, it's just like anything that I could going in that direction was what really built me to start moving in this direction. And then being understanding that I'm a brand and that's yeah. really like, yeah, I, you're a brand. And the thing about that is hard for a lot of people, but if you go to these different events and you see these other business owners explaining how they built their brands and stuff like that, then you can think about yourself like, okay, it's Karsheen, but it's also Conscious Cash, the brand. Right. And, and, and how, how long did it take to get from that like branding, dreaming and like organizing stage to the action stage where you actually had things incorporated and all that sort of stuff? Like three years, like three yeah. to four years, like a solid three to four years of me just grinding, meeting people, just like talking to people about it just trying to make it real, meeting people that actually were in positions that I want to be in and just talking to them about three years. Um, even like a year and a half in where I thought I was like almost there, a lot of other stuff, like you got to be prepared for things to backfire. Because, mm -hmm. you know, that's always life. You know, they always like have that like meme where it's like a map. And it's like how life should go. And it's like a straight yeah. shot. Yeah. And it's like how life really goes. And it's like, <laughs> you, a roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> So sometimes you got to be ready to take 10 steps back, but that is also something that cannot shake you, you know, mm. be prepared to be humbled. Your dreams and your, what you want in life will humble you, but you have to be prepared for that. You have to be prepared to be humbled and take that smile and be like, please, can I have some more? <laughs> how did, how did you go about funding this? Were you self-funded or did you find sponsors or have like government grants or anything? So depending on how deep you want to go with it, with just the music, for the most part, I'm self-funded other than um, my studio, which um, I do most of my work out of now, which I actually got an investor. Um, one of, uh, you know, my close supporters and friends, she, uh, you know, decided that she, you know, wanted to help me out. She really sees the potential in my branding and, you know, what I built. So she invested, you know, some money into building me a studio. And it's portable. So now mm -hmm. I can like travel because, you know, I'm always on the go. So I actually have something to travel with. So even though I leave to go to, you know, these different states and stuff like that, I can still send my music back to my team, which is like amazing for me. How do you go about approaching investors? So you just have to be, you know, 100% honest. If you can't be honest, then you're probably not ready for an investor. You have to be ready to build yourself to a point where someone can see themselves putting money behind you and getting their money back potentially. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Yeah. Or having a good enough relationship where they don't care if they lose the money or not. And, you know, I personally don't like going into deals that way. I want to know that if this person's investing money into me, that I'm going to be able to give them their money back, even tenfold if I had to, just so yeah. I have that security, you know? On, on that security note, what is life like as an entrepreneur? Do you, do you have a very stable 
um, income or, or like way of living? Like what, what is the real life of an entrepreneur like? It really is what you make of it. You put in what you get out. So it's like, there's a lot of different pots that you can live in as an entrepreneur. You can do literally day-to-day sales. I can like be a salesman. I can sell my stuff every single day. And that's my way of coming, like making my money. You can do, you know, the long-term game where you're going to put, you know, maybe a little bit more money into something, but you know, over time it's going to grow into something like say if I want to get a billboard and you know, I know that I'm going to have to spend a couple thousand for that billboard today, but over the next year, I could probably potentially make millions off a billboard. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's like all these different pots that you can put your money into. And so it's like, it's a lot of informed investments. Yes. You want to be, you want to make sure that you know what you're putting your money into and what you plan to get out of it. You want to have a good plan. If you don't plan Mm -hmm. properly, then you're just throwing your money at the wall and you're most likely wasted. And Mm -hmm. it's very easy to waste money in the game. So easy. So if you want to waste money, there's people there to take it. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's true. Actually, there's a lot of people (laughs) with their hands out ready to take your money, ready to take your money. You've got to sort of really put in that research and figure out um, what's going to work best for you. Not necessarily what's worked best for someone else, but what's going to work best for you and your plan and learning from what everyone else has done. A hundred percent. Have you always been, you know, supported in this career choice? Have your loved ones and the people closest to you always like hundred percent supported you or have they ever questioned your path and maybe not, um, been supportive of the direction you're going in? Honestly, the only person I feel like has supported me no matter what I decided to do is my mom. Mm-hmm. I feel like no matter anything that um, I decided I was going to do, my mom always like believed in me. She never really, I felt like she never second guessed me. You know, mm-hmm. getting my dad on board took some time. Mm-hmm. It was funny. I even played, I played music for my dad like when I was making it. And he was like, you know what? You should probably try to find a different career. Like, like mm-hmm. I was like here a year and a half in. He was like, you should probably try to start doing something else. Like, don't waste too much time with this. And I was like, okay. And then, you know, I released the music. I worked on it. Da, da, da. You know, three years in, like now this is three years in, almost four years in. I'm showing him the same songs. And he's like, you know what? This is pretty nice. I like this. This is fire. I'm like, oh, really? Because you heard this already. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes it just takes a minute. Like, it's hard because that's also like, that's your dad. That's yeah. son. It's hard for some people to think that way, especially knowing me growing up, thinking that I was um, going to be a businessman or a lawyer or something like that. Yeah, I am a businessman. But, you know, it kind of takes you for a loop when you say, oh, I'm going to be an artist and they don't know what that means. What does an artist mean? How do they make money? What? How do you make money? That's all they think about. Mm-hmm. How are you feeding yourself at night? How are you putting a roof over your head? And like, I completely understand. But at the same time, sometimes it's just like, you got to follow your heart. Mm. How did How did you deal with that though? Did you really take it on and, you know, try to take that advice or did you ignore it? And, you know, trust in what you had. It's rough. It's like once I have my eyes on something, my cousin, Kevin, always tells me this. He's like, yo, I've since we were kids, anything that I've said I wanted, I got it. And I got it by any means necessary. He's like, yo, mm-hmm. anything you put your mind to, you make it happen. And then like 
even down to the point where like my friends from college, like if we wanted to throw a party, if we wanted to do something, I always made it happen. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just like, it's just become who I am at this point where it's like now, like one of the guys from the label, he's like, yo, I have a mission for you. <laughs> like I'm 007 and I'm just <laughs> like, I make it happen. You know, I don't know what it is. I just make it happen. And the fact that like I'm held to that standard really makes me hold myself to that standard to push myself yeah. to be even better. That's a great attitude to have for sure. Um, if you were to put it into like, tips say if there are listeners out there like some teens listening at the moment and they've chosen a career path that you know their their loved ones and the people that they um hold the opinion in the highest esteem are not necessarily on board what tips would you give them to um help the people around them see their potential so this might be very unpopular opinion, but I'm just gonna tell you straight up how it is. <laughs> yeah. No one is going to believe in you unless you believe in yourself. So mm-hmm. until you are ready to look in the world's face and say, listen, I don't care what y'all say. This is what's happening. <laughs> I don't care about nothing else. This is what I want. This is what's going to happen. Then you're not going to be able to shake the room enough for people to actually recognize like, oh, wow, this guy really is serious. He's really going to mm-hmm. do this. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody can say something. Um, but at the same time, if you're not going to be convicted in yourself, if you don't even believe yourself, no one's going to believe in you because everybody Mm -hmm. wants to be an artist. Everybody wants to sell paintings and everybody wants to make music. Everybody wants to do it. So what makes you different? And it's that Mm -hmm. conviction that want to do it. But like, also when you come to family, you have to make sure like, you know, if you are living in someone's house, like you are, um, you know, eating someone's food, if someone is supporting you, then you also have to make sure that they're happy as well. You can't just you know think that they're going to support you 100 percent, and then you're not going to listen to anything they say that's just not going to work you know what i'm saying either you yeah. guys are able to work on the same basis like you are able to communicate with them and you guys are on the same page or you're going to have to maybe move in with 10 year friends and y'all going to live in the basement for two years you might not be paying a lot of rent but you know you have to stick it out for a little bit until you can get it onto broadway you know and i've heard many stories like that you know people living in shelters and all types of stuff just till they got that big break that blew them up. And now, you know, they never have to worry about those type of things. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. you can't always make everybody come to your side, but you can do your best and try to just make it amicable. Like, even if you don't believe, even if they don't believe in your dream, your vision, it's okay. You don't have to hold them to that. But at the same time, you also want to have to respect yourself. It's like, okay, are you going to go with what they want for you? Or are you going to go with what you want for yourself? Because at the end of the day, I go in the grave alone. I don't have a partner going in with me. I don't Mm -hmm. have like a casket that fits two. I'm going in by myself. I came Mm -hmm. in the world by myself. I'm going in by myself. So it's my my obligation to myself to make myself happy. No one else's. That's right. Yeah. I definitely am a big believer in that. You know, your happiness is your own responsibility. No one else, no career path, no anything else is going to magically make that happiness appear. Like, you were in control and you're responsible for finding your own happiness and creating it. Exactly. Mm. Well, speaking of, you know, like, cause you said you have to be willing to sort of go the distance and, you know, sometimes you, there may be hardships that come along with that, but the most important thing here is having clear communication and having conviction for what you believe and what you think you can do. Um, how does this play into like, fears what is your greatest fear in life 
my greatest fear in life is giving up, is losing my passion. That's mm-hmm. the only thing I fear. Because I, I even talked to one of my friends, one of my biggest inspirations, my boy Snell. He, um, he works so hard. I always see him working. He works so hard. And every time I see him, he has such a great attitude. And he, um, I hate to put him on spot like this, but he like mm-hmm. even like talked to me. He's like, yo, man, I was thinking about giving up. And like Snell is younger than me and has done so much in the music game. Like, and he's like, he really inspires me. Like he's, his work ethic is insane. And um, he just even made his own company just now. And they're out here shooting these crazy music videos. Like it's crazy. But with Snell, he um, basically was saying that he was losing his, um, focus he was losing his passion and he just said like what if i just gave up music and i was just like yo like that's crazy Mm because like you you inspire so many of us like for you to think that way it blows my mind you know what i'm saying so it's like Mm -hmm. i I, for me like this is everything i've ever dreamt of this is my wildest dreams every day i wake up and i live my dreams so it's like to think of one day that you were living your dreams for so long that you didn't want to live them anymore like that scares me that's really the only thing that I that that I fear, <laughs> to mm-hmm. be honest. It's potentially one day waking up and not wanting to do this and being like, you know what, um, I'm done. Like, yeah, that's probably one thing I do fear is just just losing my drive, losing my passion. Not saying that he lost his drive. You know? I honestly don't think that you're in danger of doing that. If anything, you'll just find new passions to explore. You'd be like Snoop Dogg, where he's like completed the game and now he's just doing side quests and just doing. <laughs> <laughs> Side quest. Yeah, he's like making a cooking show with Martha Stewart. Like, yeah, like why not? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I, I can completely get where you're coming from. And yeah, like as long as I'm doing something that I love and that I'm passionate about, that I feel good about, that I can mm-hmm. like smile and I can make other people smile about, then you know, that that makes me happy. Well, it kind of sounds like um your friend, even though like he, he had this moment of doubt that he's quite a mentor and inspiring to you. Who are some of your um other mentors and that you look up to at the moment? Oh people I look up to. Oh wow. There's a long list of people I look up to, but personal mentors, man, I'ma just be honest with you guys. There's just this advice that's been like knocking on my head for so long. And um I don't talk to him often. But, you know, he's he's basically my uncle. Um, my uncle, uh, we are, he's just, his name is Joseph Simmons, but, you know, you guys might know him as Reverend. Um, oh, my basically, gosh. <laughs> yeah. He sat me down in his, um, in his theater room. He basically gave me some advice. I told him about, like, you know, a lot of stuff I did in music, and he basically just broke down the game to me and just explained a lot of different things to me, explained what it was, what it wasn't and what I need to do. And that really changed my perspective like tremendously. And honestly, every time I go to the studio, like his advice just rings in my head. And one of the Mm -hmm. things that rings in my head the most is he says that I should start singing with my music. And that was one of the big, best, best, best things I've ever, advice I've ever gotten. Because not only did me singing along with my music open up my range as an artist and make more people want to listen to me, but it also... Um, it made me learn more about music itself mm-hmm. and how to match like pitches and melodies and eventually growing into an engineer. I love that. Like that's some pretty cool connections. And I love that you really take on board 
um, all the advice from these mentors and you go searching for these people to learn from. I definitely think that, you know, we need to think about who's in our lives and who we're surrounding ourselves in uh, by. So in this next break, I want you to think about who are your current mentors and who do you want to be your mentor and like how can you get them in your life? And we'll be right back talking with Kashin Azim. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. Are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports? If so, tune in to the Mike Abadir Show. It's a unique perspective to the connections between sports and business. Host Mike Abadir has negotiated numerous deals in the NFL. Along with co-host Gino Bacola, Mike will bring his expertise, discussion, and some terrific guests to the airwaves. Listen live for the Mike Abadir Show every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, everyone. We are into the last segment um, of the show with Kashin Azim. And I'm kind of sad because I don't like our time to come to an end ever. Because <laughs> I just, I love everything you have to say. It's really cool to hear about your achievements, who you surround yourself with, the way that you keep just, you know, reaching new levels every time uh, we talk. Um, so if you were to like achieve, um, like, an investor tomorrow that is just like, they've listened to the show and they've just gone like, you know what? I really want to invest in Kashina Zim as a brand, like loving what he's doing. And they gave you a million dollars. What would you do with it? Well, right now I'm currently working on cash fest, which is my own personal, uh, 50 acre concert, uh, series, if you will. Mm. 
um, basically just having a 24 hour festival with, you know, positive affirmations and money falling from the sky and, you know, music and dancing and just, just all over, all around good time just for 24 hours. That's really what my next goal is. I want to make my own, you know, like, uh, in a way like Travis Scott's Astroworld, mm-hmm. like similar to that, but like different. It's like similar in the concept of like, he has his own fair, but more like mine would be like a 24 hour festival, like an electric zoo. If yeah. you heard of electric zoo that's really where like my next like thing is going to be i want to have my own event that i can do um on the east coast and the north and the south that i can do every single year because that's where like you know my stomping grounds are and my family likes to turn up so i want to turn up with my people i love just to throw events and see everybody having a good time so i feel like that would be an amazing thing that uh, would be the first thing that I would do. <laughs> I love that. So like the opposite of fire festival. Exactly. Exact <laughs> yeah. It'd be very real. All my events actually happen. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, if there's any investors listening or anyone that wants to follow that project, um, how do they reach you? Well, you can email me or, and my manager uh, at conscious cash at gmail. Uh, dot com so conscious with k so k-o-n-s-c-i-o-u-s-k-a-s-h so conscious cash conscious at cash gmail. at gmail cool yes that would be directly to me and my manager that way you'll you won't you know have to wait in the regular pile you get directly to you know the business section <laughs> yeah i love that and what about like your social media and stuff like that if people want to just follow along well, if you want to look at just my music, you can go to exactly the same thing, Conscious Cash, KK, Conscious Cash, or you can also put uh, in It's All About Cash, like I-T-S-A-L-L-A-B-O-U-T, About Cash. Um, so it's all about cash. That's all about me. That's all like my stuff from the music to the shoes, to the clothes, to the everything. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Nice. Well, speaking of the shoes... Where can I find the shoes? So if you go to the link in my bio, you'll actually be able to see that I have um, my first pair available. They're called the ATMs. Get your money on the go. So (laughs) the brand is called Cash Kicks. And the first ones are actually like a runner. If you ever think of like the Roshi runs. So that's why I call them the ATMs because, you know, get your cash on the go. I love that. (laughs) That's awesome. What was the experience of designing shoes like? Because that's very different to, you know, the interest that you've had before, which is like music and then math and, you know, acting and things like design is a whole different ballgame. Again, I play a lot of 2K. 2K is uh, one of my secret addicts. Like I have a nervous, like nervous tick where like if I get upset, I'll just go into the video game and I'll dunk on people. (laughs) (laughs) So that is like I, I play that game quite a bit. So with that, once you get to a certain um, level in the game, they let you design your own shoes. So one thing is I love Jordans. So I always go with Jordan brand and I always design my own Jordans eventually until I just make my own shoe completely. So every year I've made these crazy exotic shoes and anybody that's come to my house, um, they come and see my game like, wow, these shoes are crazy. Like, what are these shoes you got on? Like, always ask me about my shoes. So like, um, I actually did uh, customs, uh, custom shoes with uh, uh, Asian artist from Canada who uh, her name is Choo Choo. And yeah. she you know, gave me a, a beautiful design. She actually also did the uh, cover art to the project as well. Trials and Tribulations. She 
did the cover art to it as well because she helped me out. Um, my artist had broke her hand and, you know, she just was amazing enough to do that last minute. But she um, helped me with these custom shoes. So basically we worked together on the design and she made them for me and I loved them. Right after I got these custom shoes, a company reached out to me saying, hey, we see your influence, like apply and then you can, you know, design your own shoes. I basically gave them a synopsis of who I was, what I did, and they, you know, accepted me into their program. So once I designed them, they actually started giving me certain awards and discounts because they liked my shoes. So I just started spreading it. Um, I actually got investors who are investing into the shoes as well. That's something that I would love to take to the next level um, to, you know, actually get all six. I have six different shoes made. And these are all designer from Italy. So this is an Italian company. Um, we all know that Italians are really, you know, at the top of the shoe game. Mm. Um, yeah. So they're really high quality designer shoes as if you're getting like a pair of Gucci's or Prada's. Like these are actually very high detailed shoes. And, you know, they come with a certificate of authenticity. So, you know, after I stopped selling them, because, you know, I, I try to break it into lines. This one is going with, you know, the project TNT. So it's the TNT line. But once I'm done with TNT, I'm going to take these off and those shoes will increase in value. So that's the type of thing that I'm moving towards, you know, giving that exclusive mm. exclusivity to my day one fans. I love that. That's so cool. So smart. And again, it's going back to what you were saying about yourself as a brand and just expanding into all those different things and exploring different sides of yourself um, and just putting your stamp on everything. I love that. Exactly. Yes. You understand me so well. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of like just all the things that you do, what are some different choices that you make in your lifestyle that set you apart from other entrepreneurs or other people? Wow. That's a <laughs> question. That like was so profound. I had to like stop for a second. I was like, wait, whoa, that, that was deep. <laughs> what sets me apart is just that I have uh, just an undying thirst for living and just living life and if it's great and it's amazing and you have that energy if I feel good about it I'm going to put my heart and soul into it and I was blessed to come into contact with some people who are very similar to me like if the energy is there they're going to go all the way it doesn't matter it's like it doesn't matter what happens like it, honestly I'll be honest with you guys my last show trials and tribulations released it was so bad like everything went terrible the mm. last minute the um venue couldn't get a liquor license so we had to change venues on tuesday i got a venue for friday so i had to wow. set up an entire event yes exactly and we had a hundred people a hundred people we sold over a hundred tickets wow and you just you just had to scramble and do that and oh my gosh i talked to 50 venue owners in three days and the thing is, it was like, that's really where I had to put my money where my mouth was. Because, yeah. you know, I say that, hey, I'm this guy. I I can get everything done. I can do it. I Put, put me there. I can do it. And that yeah. was my true test. <laughs> yeah. So you're really taking challenges into your stride. Well, how how can we support Trials and Tribulations now? Like, can we listen to it? What, what oh, can we yes. do to support that? Yeah, it's on all platforms. Like I said, if you go to my Instagram, you could actually click my link and then it actually uh, bring you to a link where it will show you all the different ways that you can listen. Um, one of the personal things that you can do for me. So uh, actually, I've been telling everybody, like, you know, if you have Spotify, you have iTunes, you have like YouTube, whatever you use is fine. But 
I just been getting a lot of my close friends and family just to, you know, play it on repeat. If you um, put it on one volume and, you know, you go to sleep at night and you're not really doing anything or you got an extra tab or something, just play it on repeat. Because you actually totally know, got some of my friends to do that too. <laughs> it helps. It's important. But no, it's so important. Do you know um, the uh, K-pop band BTS? Mm. So of course. They, they actually broke the record for the most streams by asking their fans to do this. Justin Bieber has been caught asking his fans to do this. This is not illegal. It's actually funny because they had to pay them on every single stream. Even if the people weren't actually listening and they had it on one volume Mm. at night playing this, they still had to pay them for every single one of those streams. Honestly, that's definitely an amazing way to help your, your favorite, like sort of local artists and things, because the way that the distribution works for that as well, it's whoever gets the most plays on that particular day gets the biggest sort of share. So all of these small time artists are making 0.000001 cent when, especially on like release days of like major albums, like Justin Bieber or BTS or whatever. Cause when, when they're doing that, they get the like 80% share of like whatever's happening. A hundred percent. But the thing is people don't understand that. A lot of people don't know the Mm. game. So it's like, once we start bringing our own people into it, it's almost like, it's almost like when they did the thing with GameStop and it was like how, Oh, we're going to short GameStop. We're going to make this company go out of business because they had the control. They were the big business. And it was Mm. like the people got together and they, they took more control. And that's why they ended up making a lot more money putting some hedge funds out of business because the thing is that the record companies are doing the same thing. These big artists are doing the exact same thing. So it's like, if they're doing it, why are we going to put ourselves at a disadvantage and not do it? The people have the power. They have way more power than they realize. And exactly. (laughs) You you got to just support. And, you know, it's all about connecting and helping each other. We are coming towards the end of the show. And you know that um, at the end of the show, we always ask the same question, which is if you had 60 seconds to have the whole world stop and listen to something you had to say, uh, what would that be? It would be that believe in yourself. Never let anybody tell you that you can't do it. If you can envision it in your mind, it's achievable. Mm. Just sky, sky isn't even in the limit anymore. The stars, not even a limit anymore. Just go until you can't go anymore. <laughs> I think that's very similar to what you said last time. So we're just, we're going <laughs> to reiterate that. Believe in yourself, guys. But if someone is really following in your exact footsteps, what's the one thing that you want them to do right now? Just to love themselves a little bit more. You have more patience with yourself. You're not perfect and no one expects you to be. Just love yourself a little bit more. Be a little bit more kind. I love that. Driving it home. Love yourself. We have been talking with Kakin Azim. I'm so excited to see what's next. Make sure you support him. Check out Trials and Tribulations. Check out his shoes and follow him on It's All About Cash. But yes. It has been wonderful having you with us. Thank you again for joining us. Thank you for having me. I had such an amazing time. I can't wait until we can talk again. Of course. I'm happy to have you back anytime. Honestly, it seems like you're always reaching new heights and uh, getting new things to to get out there. So we're always happy to give you a platform. And thank you, everyone, for out there for listening. Uh, I'm Rebecca Shalon. We will see you at the same time, same place next week. Global Teen Wealth Radio, 5 p.m. PST. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio. Thanks.
Thanks for being part of Teen Wealth Radio. Please join your host, Brandy England, her guests, and panel of experts again next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an awesome week, and we'll see you here for the next show.